Nerdalorians. From the galaxy to your ears, it's the Nerd Holocron. Fucking Nerd Holocron. Oh, hashtag Nerd Holocron. Hashtag inside your mom, Nerd uh, Holocron. Hashtag put some ointment out there because it burns when you pee. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Alright, uh, you have a joke for us today? Yeah. Uh, when I was dealing with your mom, I had to go to the fish store to get some algae oh. remover. Ah! <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst of what you've said in the past <laughs> of the show. I have said some pretty shit. We need to go have a highlight of all the horrible things you can say. Uh... That's not even the worst things I want to say oh, either. So there you go. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, okay, so a whale goes to his dad and he says, Dad, where do I come from? And the dad says, My penis, son. And the son says, um, Thank you, Dad. And the dad says, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> A little dirty dad joke for oh. all the fathers out there. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> Alright guys, we got an episode for you today that was suggested to us by one of our listeners named Tony. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> um, I actually work with him and uh, yeah. Anyway, so say we're looking back at... TV sh- cartoon shows oh, yeah. that feature Marvel characters. That did not age well at all. Some of them didn't age well. Age like cheese left out on a counter for oh, 10 man. plus years. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Ooh. But, before we get to that, can you give us a spoiler-free review of Shang-Chi? Oh, you want a spoiler-free review of Shang-Chi? Okay, let me ask you this. Since this is pretty much kicking off the next phase of the MCU, uh-huh. how would you compare it to the initial kickoff of the MCU with Iron Man? Uh, well... How do you feel it deals with the current MCU as well as furthering it? Uh, I think that it did a really good job of like having tiny little things it points out from other shows and stuff. Like, it mentions the blip and like how regular people are living in a world where like any at any second you could just disappear some more people are like oh we gotta be professional and like live our life the fullest whereas like his character is like he's like yeah, i'm just like i'm hanging out i don't really care okay and uh this has to do with the real mandarin yes the ten rings which was hinted at in the original Iron Man. It's super fucking awesome. I didn't even realize this like right now. It's like the original Iron Man who's kidnapped by the Ten Rings, and then this initial kickoff of the other half of this MCU world yes. is Ten Ringish. It is Ten Ringish indeed. Indeed. The fighting is awesome. The visuals are insane. The fucking cool. Especially, it, like, it's reminiscent of, like, old kung fu movies. Like, if you're a fan of, like, old fighting Bruce Lee movies and stuff like that, then, like, you'll definitely really like this. And if you're, like, a, I like Doctor Strange and I really like this movie, so it doesn't have, like, a lot of magic. Like, it has some reference to magic stuff, but, like, it has, like, uh, I don't know. It's, like, you know, a classic 
Marvel tale outside the box of what we've seen before, basically, I guess you could say. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, 10 out of 10 rings? What do you give? Yeah, I give a 10 out of 10 rings. It was pretty fucking awesome. It's okay. hilarious at some point. It's not, it's funny in a way that it, like, delivers the funny stuff, you know, funnily. It's not, like, oversaturated with jokes and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, alright. So, like I said, guys, we dived into the Marvel television universe. Oh, good. Telemundoverse. And uh, not all shows are created equal, my friend. <laughs> no, they, no, they are not. So, yeah, me and Steven sat down, and we just watched the first episode of each show just to get a taste. Ugh. And the taste is all we needed to know. Yeah. We needed to spit it back out. Ugh, just never mind. Anyway, it's going to make a mom joke. Ah! Anyway, no, um... So, we're going to start off with the first one we started off with, and that is the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was bad, guys. It was real bad. Woo. It was hard to watch, and Dick Clark was there for some reason. Oh, my God. Um, one thing I didn't like is, like, Ben Grimm is a pilot, and as far as I know, pilots are not stupid people. But they made Ben Grimm out to be this fucking idiot. Right, like, he's like also a professional scientist too. Like he is works with Reed for a reason. Like he's not just hanging out because he's like, oh, world college buddy. So I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, it just made me so mad. Like he just kept interrupting him. Like, yo, you better fucking <laughs> give me your fucking money. I'm fucking gonna beat you up. Oh fuck, yeah, like fuck your mother in the ass. <laughs> He's from Brooklyn, and he has an accent, but it's not overplayed like they were doing in the show. It was, like, really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Uh, but that was the whole thing. Like, he, they, he just kept interrupting. It was just like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Uh, and it, it was embarrassing for me. Because it was, like, I don't know how to explain it. It was embarrassing because it's like... You could tell the Fantastic Four was embarrassed. Like, Ben, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? And then, but he's just like, I'll fuck your mother while you watch, faggot. You're going to fucking give me some money or what? Uh, <laughs> they were trying to raise money for scholarships to their all mater college they went to. And that's why they're on the, the Dick Clark show. He was like, I want to see some G's, otherwise you're going to see my peed. <laughs> it's made of rock. Yeah. Some very rapey vibes from the thing. Yeah, right. Also, oh my god. Okay. I'm going to get into this more later when we talk about the Hulk. But <laughs> they went into space. They got hit by whatever, right? Cosmic rays. Cosmic rays. They come back to Earth. They... They change instantaneously. The second they come back to Earth, they change. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Wow, I catch fire. I think I'll be the Human Torch. And oh, then, my God. And then Sue is like, I'll be the Invisible Woman. And Richard, you can be Mr. Fantastic. It's like, really? It didn't really feel like you guys put a lot of thought <laughs> and effort into these names. It's just like, all right, let's hurry up and give your name to Also, like, they totally underplayed like the reasoning behind their powers like each of them is like a representation of like their feelings towards themselves so like invisible woman feels like in the professional world even though she's like smart and a scientist she's invisible to everyone around her and that's why she 
gains those powers and Johnny's a flaming hot fuck that's full of himself. So he's the human torch! Real original name, right? Yeah. And well, Ben Grimm, he's just a big strong dude. He's, he's just the thing in the corner that won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'll nail your mother with my rock hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> now give me your money. Anyway. If you're a thing fan, look out for the Yancey Street Boys. <laughs> and Mr. Fantastic. Oh, that's uh, not an ego trip at all, am no. I right? <laughs> that's what Sue named him, so. <laughs> He's like, ooh, well, Bowler, I, mean, I guess. No, um, and then the bad guy in this was just, ugh, so annoying. Was it the puppet mask? Oh, yeah. His face was just throwing me off the whole show. I was like, oh, God, why is he so disgusting? And then his stepdaughter turns out to be the like the, the blind lady that gets with Thing. Oh, her, yeah. Her Holy voice shit. was just so breathy. Oh, stepfather, what is going on? <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Like, is this Snow White and the Seven Hoes? Oh. I'm like, oh, God. Anyway, this, is, this was by uh, the worst show. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This is bottom of the barrel. How they got Dick Clark to be on this show <laughs> is beyond me. Uh, but yeah, even the theme song was fucking atrocious. Oh my god. It was awful. It was like some type of like soulful I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway, don't watch it. Okay guys, it's on Disney Plus. Don't watch it. Don't even watch it. But if you do watch it, let me know what you think. Yeah. Can All you right. stand more than one episode? And had it to be continued on the first fucking episode. All of them did. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were all that one was the worst parts, one. Yeah. yeah. I was falling asleep during this episode, and I was trying so hard I couldn't do it. I don't even, I don't even know what happened. I was just like, this is just so bad. Yeah. Uh, then, after that, we switched over to the Iron Man cartoon. Oh, wow, that was... Now... Steven was so excited for it. He was like, fucking Iron Man, I remember this Ugh. shit. Blah, talking all this shit. Anyway, <laughs> how awful was this shit? <laughs> it was so awful. It was weird. Okay, I liked it. I like, the only thing that I really liked about all these shows collectively is that they were already heroes and they already have a backstory. You, yeah, you, yeah. you join them while they're while they're they've been heroing for a while, right? Yeah. Not while they've been doing heroin for a while. Yeah. So, you know, Iron Man has War Machine. He has Hawkeye, Spider Woman. Oh uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch for some reason. Yeah. Who looked weird. <laughs> the Mandarin is just and Modoc are just constantly. They have cameras fucking everywhere. <laughs> I know, right? How they haven't taken Iron Man down by now is beyond me. <laughs> and he's got a huge list of people under him too. He's got Black Blacklash or yeah, I don't know. Whiplash. Oh, I think it was supposed to be Whiplash, but it's Blacklash. Blizzard. Dread Knight. The which also, if you guys have ever seen Shira, the Princess of Power. Uh, Dread Knight is a ripoff of Hordak. I don't know. Uh, anyway. What a freaking nerd, man. Yep. I am. Anyway. Um, go ahead. Tell us how you Whirlwind. were disappointed by this show. Okay. As a kid, I remember this show like being like the Iron Man movie. Like It was like, whoa, shit, it's Iron Man. He's flying around blowing shit up. Because personally... 
as a child, I remember, like, I played the old Marvel's Ultimate Alliance game, so, like, me and my brothers were familiar with a lot of heroes and characters that most people weren't familiar with, so, like, all the current Marvel cinematic heroes were, like, B-list heroes, like Captain America, Iron Man, no one really knew anything about them until their movies came out, so... Seeing that show, in my mind, it was like, oh, every episode is like an Iron Man movie before that was a thing. But going back and watching it now, I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. Like, you pointed out, like, they all have to go underwater, and, like, every other character just has, like, a helmet on, and Iron Man needs a complete underwater armor suit. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man was already in his armor, and he had to have an additional suit placed on top so he'd go underwater. But the other heroes, including War Machine, just needed a fucking fishbowl on their head, and they went in with just the whatever they were wearing. I was like, what sense does that make? I, I, I'm at a loss for words. The... One thing that was kind of cool and corny at the same time was the CGI of Iron Man putting this suit on. Oh, yeah. There's, like, all this lightning everywhere. It's like, how is this safe for Tony? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And in that universe, everyone's under the impression that he's still Iron Tony Stark's bodyguard also. Because mm-hmm. the Mandarin's like, oh, you know that... Or Modoc's like, you know Tony Stark's gonna send Iron Man to come investigate from Stark Industries. Oh, another thing. Okay. <laughs> they were... Okay. The Mandarin calls in Fin, fin Fang Boom and immediately goes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shoots a fire and the tanks back off. Yeah, and then they bring in this other guy, was it Platinum Man? Or oh, Titanium Man. Titanium Man. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Titanium. They're making a big deal out of Titanium Man. <laughs> yeah. And just as easy as he shows up, they roll him up and send him the fuck back They out. roll him up in asphalt. Like, he lifts the road up and then rolls him up like a rug. And they throw him into space. And he blows up. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, like, what, Mandarin, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, no wonder you can't win. You can't even commit to a solid plan. Right, and for anyone who was upset that the Mandarin didn't have his ten rings in the movie, the Shang-Chi movie, after seeing the Mandarin use them in the Iron Man show, I was like, thank fucking God. Because that would look so stupid. It looked like a very cheap knockoff version of the Infinity Rings. Infinity the Gems, whatever stones. Yeah. So, oh, man. I was like, oh, my God. This is this is hard to look at. This is easily the second worst show, slightly <laughs> above the Fantastic. It's like when people are like, I'm the hugest He-Man fan ever around. And then you, like, strap them down to a chair and you force them to watch 10 hours of He-Man. And they're like, oh, my God, this is not what I remember this being. No, He-Man and She-Ra are, oh, they're, they're hard to watch. That's some rough imagery. Yes. All right, so after that, we jumped to the Silver Surfer TV show, which was a big improvement, I feel, over the previous two. Like, I don't know who had the show. It was like ABC, CBS. I don't think Fox had it. But it was a massive improvement. And this takes place on a planet called Zen La. Yes. And 
part of the story is they talk about the Kree and the Skrulls and how they're two competing empires and how they're always fighting and stuff. And two representatives of each society come to Zenla to learn. And there's a man there named Norin Rad, a.k.a. the Silver Surfer. Ooh. And he's like, oh, you know, like, I guess he, he feels he was meant to do more than what he's doing now. Yes. Oh, because their planet is like a utopian place where people come to learn how to live in peace and prosperity. Mm-hmm. And he's like the next... People think he's going to be the next leader of their civilization. And he's like, I just don't feel like I belong here. Like, I was bored. I was meant to be, like fly through the stars and travel to new and distant lands. And his wife's like, well, our people abandoned traveling to space long ago because like we found that there's nothing but you know strife and war and horrible things out there so if we make utopia on our world we can extend that out to everyone else they can come to us yeah. so he's like uh bitch shut the fuck up i want to travel the stars and nail some alien bronze you know like I'll captain you. kirk <laughs> maybe captain marvel Ooh. the male version <laughs> he's a Cree. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that was happening and then the Watcher appears, and he's Ooh, like, yeah. Hey, people of Zen Law, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but fucking Galactus is on his way. He's about to fucking rape your planet, fucking hentai style. <laughs> <laughs> and Galactus is pretty terrifying, like, visual, like, to scale, and, like, you know, he's just traveling around. He's terrifying because he can't be swayed. Like, the Watcher's like, you can't do anything. You can't run. He's just going to absorb your planet for the nutrients to sustain his life and then move on. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are fucked. <laughs> yes. And sure enough, Galactus shows up. His tentacles come down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Norrin Rad finally reaches him. And he's, and he's like, look, I can help you. And Galactus is like... What the fuck are you going to offer me? Do you know who I am? I'm fucking Galactus. See this chair I'm sitting on, motherfucker? I run this shit. And he's like... What is this? I don't remember what he said. He's like, I can help you find planets, bro. Oh, yeah. I can give... I can accomplish the one thing you can't, which is, like, endlessly search the galaxy for the planets you need without growing tired like you do because, like, as you travel around, it depletes all your energy, so you're wasting... You're like, you know, on the end of a string because, like, the further you look, eventually you're not going to find one and then you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. So, Glass is like, okay. Can't and, argue with that logic. Nope. He sends uh, Norn Rad down to say his final goodbyes to his people and then he turns him into the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. He, I think it's like five seconds to say goodbye. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty heartbreaking. Poor Galactus is like, dude, let's go. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it shows the whole process. Like, he's he's giving him all his powers. He's turning his body into, the outside of his body into armor so he can deal with the coldest of cold and the hottest of hot. And the deep pressure in space. Deep pressure, like what your mom had last yeah. night. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Fucking loser. <laughs> and he get the surfboard so that way he can fly spaceways faster than fast, quicker than quick. Faster than the fastest starship. Yeah. And his plan was he's like explaining to his wife and the original leader of Zed Law, he's like, You guys 
I had to leave, and they're like, well, this goes against, like, all of our beliefs, like, we're all about peace and love and prosperity, man, and you're gonna, like, let this guy fucking rape planets and kill people? And he's like, no, you don't understand, like, I'll lead him to empty, uninhabited, unintelligent, life-filled planets and let him destroy those ones, and you'll never have to deal with Galactus ever again, but as soon as Galactus gives him his powers, Norrin Nor Rand is gone and only the Silver Surfer remains. Oh, and right away he's like, hey, well, we eat this fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, Galactus is cool, but it's like, nah, we're gonna leave this planet alone, dude. I promised a very honorable man that this planet would be safe from me. Which was surprising. I thought he was just gonna eat it. He was like, oh, I'm Galactus, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow! Well, the Watcher even says he's not good or evil. He's just hungry. That's true. So, yeah. Uh, this show was better. I'm not sure where it sits on my list. That's pretty cool. It reminds me of the the What If show, you know, because with the Watcher. Yeah. It's like, woo, it's pretty cool. But yeah, the show is a lot better than the previous two. Yes. Okay, so after this, we watched the Incredible Hulk oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yes. Anyway. That's what <laughs> the in the intro to the show was really good. The yeah. music, the whole introduction, I really liked it. Yeah, it showcased what the movies have failed to show, which is like the Hulk is just hulked out. Whatever he turns into him, he just fucking destroys shit and there's no one that's gonna stop him or get in his way. Except for uh the kid's name. I don't remember his name. The kid, some fucking kid on a motorcycle. Yeah. Well, he was there at the experiment where they were gonna test the gamma bomb, and Bruce goes out there and saves the kid, and he gets hit with the blast instead, and it gets turned into the Hulk. And from I've researched recently, like the Hulk has been inside of Bruce all this time like he represents all his anger and pain from his abusive father and the loss of his mother and like being picked up and bullied his entire life so it's like a persona of anger inside of him and the gamma radiation brought the Hulk out of him and that's why he turns into a huge rage fucking monster. rage monster yeah <laughs> yep your mom saw my huge rage monster last uh, night oh, oh anyway we're <laughs> Uh, I do like in the in the that other Hulk movie that nobody likes with Eric Bana, the one that oh, Chinese. In the show, a lot of the monsters, a lot of the things he fights are gamma radiated. Yeah, they show that like in the intro, like there was like a werewolf and dogs and weird shit. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get that in the 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 one with Ed Norton. But you get that, I think you get that more in the Ang Lee one. The Hulk. The what? The one that nobody likes. Oh, yeah, okay. There's more gamma radiated monsters than that one. But, it's a good show. Okay, yes, also, I was going to tell you. Okay, in the Fantastic Four, they get hit by those cosmic rays in outer space. And it doesn't really show you anything. They just they just change. You know oh, saying? yeah. Their personalities morph for their powers. They're like, I can't reach you. Oh, my dick stretches out. I can reach you now. Adrian's love. Oh. 
my mom. Man. <laughs> um, but in this one, it shows like when he was hit by the gamma, what it did to his molecular structure. It's you know, if you took a, a peek inside his body mm-hmm. and you saw what happened to him, and then you see him turn into the Hulk. Like to me, that's just more meaningful than we we got with the Fantastic Four. And maybe I can understand that you know the Fantastic Four was meant for more like smaller children I guess and maybe Hulk wasn't but to me it's just like you know violent ugly things happen to their anatomy and their physiology Yeah, and you're just not they're just like alright cut to Ben Grimm being a dick (laughs) where the fuck's the muddy asshole (laughs) you know so but that's what something that I really really liked about this show and also kind of like you feel how he just I don't know how to explain it the agony and the pain that he's yeah like you can see like his disgust to the Hulk himself he's like the General Ross sees him as one of the same like Bruce Banner and the Hulk it's one person I don't give a fuck I want to kill you imprison you and use your powers for my own purposes and Bruce Banner is like I just want him out of me like I don't want anything to do with the Hulk it's always been a negative part of me, and now it's like outwards, and it just destroyed my life and everyone I care about. One thing that I, the, between uh, the Iron Man show and the Hulk show, the leader and Gargoyle are a lot like the Mandarin and Modoc. Oh my god, I know. Right? Yes. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do this? Alright. Um,. But other than that, I really like this show. Um, I want, for me personally, I feel like the Hulk and Silver Surfer are kind of equal in this area. Okay. They have, I feel like, their origin is well fleshed out. Yeah. It's not rushed. It's not just like, oh well, here you go, you know. And they give you everything you need, and you actually sympathize with these characters. Whereas, like you know, I don't, I, I had no sympathy or anything for Ben Grimm. Like he, he was a thing. Yeah. But he's also just like, whatever. I'm fucking Ben Grimm. <laughs> you know. A fucking mother with a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? What you want to fight about it? <laughs> what like, you a fucking gay faggot? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you'll fuck your mom with the hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway guys so yeah so I feel that he's the kind of guy that goes to hear it all and he's like oh shit what's this on my dick oh wait looking at my dick fucking idiot <laughs> oh my god but yeah I feel like um, Fantastic Four and Iron Man <laughs> It didn't show you their origin. It did in the Fantastic Four, but in Iron Man, but it was just kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this one, you you relate more to the characters because you see what happens to them. That's true. Okay. So from here, we're gonna jump to what did we watch next? We watched X Men. We did watch X Men. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So X Men has one of the best intros music visuals everything yes it takes you character by character 
And Wolverine obviously was always my favorite. He just jumps up and just hits the camera. <laughs> and, oh, shit. Ooh. And the song. Oh, the fucking music. Oh, yeah. It's so iconic. Dude. But anyway, in this first episode, we're following Jubilee. Yes. And uh, how she was adopted. She's a Chinese, which I always thought a little racist. She's a Chinese-American who shoots fireworks. Because oh China people are known for fireworks China and stuff people. a little bit. Anyway, I think that's where fireworks were invented. Yeah. Anyway, so a little racist, but that's fine. I don't uh, really care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, she's adopted. Yeah. Her parents are like, fuck, dude, she ruined the VCR, bro. And, <laughs> or her dad's the one that's like, ooh, I can't believe I had this in my house. I was making that joke to you because, like, mutants represent um, colored Americans, or, like, minority Americans, and, like, Magneto and Professor X represent Martin Luther King and Malcolm X's ideals, where Malcolm X was like, we have to have, like, a radical movement, like, we have to use violence against violence, basically, and Martin Luther King was, like, the only way to fix this is to like you know peacefully get our voices heard without using violence yes because it's not necessary yeah um okay one thing that I didn't like is like the sentinel comes for jubilee this thing is walking cracking sidewalks <laughs> you can hear you know, and then this thing walks up to Jubilee's house and nobody knows he's out there. Get the fuck out of here. Know, there's no dogs barking. Nothing. Nothing. Well, that dog outside of this room is barking. But. And then they'll, the only, oh my god, even this part, the sentinel breaks into the house and he's like, oh, there's nothing living here. And then he moves on. And then her mom's like, Jubilee, are you okay? Like, you didn't just hear something crash into your fucking house? Right? Oh my god. And even if it was a person, he totally crushed the bed in his giant metal hand. Like, oh shit, well, she's dead. <laughs> Target acquired. Oh my god. <laughs> and then they track her to the mall where she runs into Storm and Rogue. Oh yeah, she bur she bursts one of the arcade games. She's like, and the guy's like, oh, you know how much that costs? And she's like, yeah, a quarter. Oh. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was very smooth on her part. I was like, oh, damn, we're in, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then a sentinel shows up. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then Gambit's flirting with this lady in a card store. I know, right? Oh, my God. And then Storm's like, Storm, mistress of the elements, commands you to release that child. And then I thought it was weird, like, the Sentinel acknowledges other mutants, but he only can target one at a time because he scans Storm and Rogue and it says unidentified mutants, not important or something, and, like, moves on. Well, yeah, because I think they're just going after mutants that are registered. And then her parents, I think her dad registered her. Okay. I'm, like, when I think of a Sentinel, like, if you see a mutant, it, like, automatically destroys anything in the vicinity yeah. to capture them. No, yeah. You're right. But I think... Maybe it's because, like, it was an early version of the robot mm -hmm. that might have been also. Yeah. 
so yeah. But when it scans Gambit, it's like expendable and it tries to kill him also though. Gambit's just one of those dudes. Man. I get. He's like, oh, he's French. Fuck this guy. <laughs> he's not like the thing who's from Brooklyn. Uh, he's from Louisiana. <laughs> uh, I love how delightfully racist Wolverine is because they're like at the mansion and uh, Jubilee. They bring Jubilee back because she gets knocked down, and they're like, she's all hooked up to these machines, and then it blows up because of her powers. And she's like, ugh, I hate machines. And she manages to escape, and Wolverine's like, I'm going after her. And Gambit's in his way, and he's like, out of my way, gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> he's just delightfully a racist person. Wolverine's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And my one of my favorites is one of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got his own, like, stand-up comedy special he <laughs> did in the 80s. One of the many things he tried to do in his life. <laughs> He's like, you ever in bed with a girl and then your claws pop off in her not the way you want it, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> She's bearing out back. Anyway, <laughs> I'll be here all week, bub. Uh. But, uh, this show, I feel, had a lot of money and effort behind it, unlike Iron Man most of the Fantastic Four because Iron Man had to have a little bit of money for that whole CGI yeah but it was also I feel like they cut a lot of corners in the show and like I just (laughs) Gene it was Gene and Professor X were walking to a wall they stop at the wall and then they turn right to go walking down alongside the wall I was like what the fuck kind of shit and there was another scene where they're in this this uh, war room and everyone's just sitting there like this. No one's really moving. And it's just oh, yeah. like, oh my god. But uh, <laughs> it cost a lot to draw these characters. Yes, there's, and especially in the show, they were drawn a lot better. There's a little more detail and stuff. Yeah. So, for me, this is one of the top shows. Yeah. And but yeah, it almost doesn't get as good as X Men. Almost. Almost. Because our next, the next thing we watched, I feel, was just slightly better. Okay. And we watched... Spider-Man! Oh! Yes. That was an awesome fucking theme song. And it's just an awesome show and character in general. And it's like they pulled a comic book and they just animated it, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels. Like the sound of his webbing coming out mentions his mentions he's got to change out his web cartridges. Yes, like, showcases everything about Spider-Man from Peter Parker living with Aunt May and like working at the Daily Bugle. The fact he's a scientist and he knows Doc Connors. Yes, Doc Lizard. Connors, who is the bad guy in this first show. Yes. Uh yes. The intro and the music, also very iconic. Right? Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I, this and X-Men, are just, I, can, I can watch, dude. I right? can watch them. Um, but, no, I liked it. It was great. Um, I really have nothing bad to say about this. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just being Spider-Man, and uh, they're like... Oh, we get introduced to Eddie Brock in this one as well. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, and they're like thousand dollars for a picture of the lizard, and uh, they're like, and you know, fucking Peter Parker's like, Spy- uh, the lizard's fucking just probably what are they, an urban legend. Yeah, right. And then he finds out that it's not a fucking urban legend. It's He's a very real thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. They throw around recombinant DNA machine more than once. <laughs> uh, and then he finds out that Doc Connor's family knows he is the lizard. Yes. And that was fucking crazy. I mean, especially for Spider-Man. And he doesn't want to hurt the lizard, mostly because he's also Doc Connor's, his friend and mentor. Yes. One-armed mentor, by the way. And... Uh, yeah, the whole thing is, like, the lizard's just trying to make everybody a lizard like him so they can, like, avoid disease and all that Yeah, his thing shit. was, like, reptiles have the ability to regrow lost tails as a defense mechanism in the wild. So, like, if they're under attack, they'll detach their tail so a predator will eat that instead of them and then they regrow it. So he figures if he can take that part of their DNA from a lizard and, like, mutate it so that way it'll work inside of a mammal the mammal will be able to regrow any type of limb they lose and from animal to human mammal which is what the recombinant DNA sequencer was for changes reptile DNA to mammal DNA mammal DNA into human DNA human dinosaurs yes (laughs) which is what he became basically yes um Oh man, this is just a good show. I liked it. I liked the character, and there not in like uh, the X Men. Like it wasn't just like weird stuff was happening. Like they walked to the end of the wall. <laughs> like all the scenes were just fluid and full of motion, and it didn't feel like they cut corners in the show at all. Yeah, man. Um, one thing I didn't like, and this happened a lot later. The X-Men and Blade, I think, crossed over into the Spider-Man show. But I didn't like the way the X-Men were drawn in the Spider-Man show. Oh, okay, no. I didn't like that at all. And another cool thing in Spider-Man show, like, it shows in the intro, like, there's all sorts of different people. Like, Punisher was shown in there. Um... The Punisher? The Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fucking Punisher with the bazooka. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's other people that are in there. But it shows, like, all those different villains and people he fights, like Hydro Man, Morbius, the Living Vampire. Lots of these characters. Uh, the Hobgoblin. Like, lots of these characters we haven't seen in the MCU yet, but we see in this show. Yes, also, he name drops the Avengers, the Hulk, the Defenders. Uh, who else? Uh, I think that was it. Yeah, he just name drops a bunch of heroes. Oh, Doctor Strange makes an appearance in that show. Yes. Like I mentioned the other episode, like they have a strange relationship where they're like, you're magical, I'm not, but you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bippity boppity booyah, bitch! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, for me, the best show is Spider-Man. Yes. Followed very closely. Even if it sucked, I'd probably be like, it's Spider-Man. Uh, I'm how big of a fan of I, I used to watch Spider-Man and the Super Friends with Iceman and Firestorm from the 1960s. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about hard to watch, even yeah. that. Even as a kid, I was like, Ugh. But yeah, so Super Spider-Man, razorly... Uh, beats out X-Men. X-Men just has a 
few problems, that's it. Yeah. Then, for me, it's Hulk and uh, Silver Surfer tied. And then at the bottom of the barrel are uh, Iron Man and the Fantastic Four. All right. Well, definitely, obviously, Spider-Man is hands up for me. No doubt about it. And then second, I probably... I really like the Silver Server show. Like, the intro was awesome. The fact that the Watcher was there. And, I don't know. I wanted to see more of that character, like, going around heralding for Galactus. Like, rejoice! You're dead! <laughs> uh, third would probably be the Hulk. That one was really good. Like I mentioned before, I'm not a huge Hulk fan because of what he becomes and, like, I just think he's a monster. But in terms of show and, like, comic accurateness and portraying it perfectly, it was like Spider-Man, but, you know, with the Hulk. So it was pretty good. And then... Oh, well, I fucking love the X-Men show, though. You can have them tied, bro. Ah, okay, I'd probably say the second one would be the X-Men. Because I love the X-Men. They're fucking awesome. And I like that they had all sorts of X-Men in that show. It wasn't just, like, the main cast of ones we've seen. Mm. And, like, they had Morph in that episode. And one of my favorites is... Uh, Forge. Mm. He's got like a mechanical leg and everything, and he's like their, you know, Donatello type person. <laughs> but yeah, definitely third would be Silver Server over Hulk, because mm -hmm. that show was awesome. Hulk was good, but I liked the Silver Server show more. Especially because I had never seen it before. Yeah. Obviously, last was Fantastic Four. That was just. Yep. That was horrible. That was the fucking worst. Oh, God. See, they haven't just had a hard time adapting a movie. They've had a hard time with the show, too. I don't know. I think it's just one season for a lot of these shows. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. Also, a show we didn't get to watch was Spider-Man Unlimited. Ooh, yes. Which, from what I remember, is a pretty good show. It's drawn differently from that's what the, the show that we watched. Yeah. But it takes place in outer space... I think it, I don't know if it's another dimension or just a different world where animals evolved into the the dominant species of the planet and humans are, you know, not. <laughs> Speaking of Fantastic Four, he gets a suit from Reed Richards in that one. He's like, I built a suit for you and it's like a nanotech type suit. Sort of like the Iron Man suit we saw. It's got a web cape also. Mm, yes. No, yeah. He has to wear it all the time because, like, he's a human and humans are slaves in that world. So, like, with the Spider-Man suit, it makes him seem like he's a insect person. A bestial, I think. Bestial, yeah. No, honestly, I really like that show. Ultimate uh, Spider-Man is also awesome. But yeah, honestly, uh, even though I was falling asleep, I don't regret watching them because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of dumb shit. It's funny to see how far we've come. Like, oh, this is what we used to have. Like, Ugh, yeah. <laughs> you kids today don't know how fucking lucky you are. <laughs> no. But overall, not bad. I really liked. Well, I told you what I liked. So. Yes. But yeah. So anyway, now we're going to move on to I don't know what. Okay. Oh, uh, right. Um. 
do you have anything to recommend? Do you have, what do you got? Uh, definitely go watch Shang-Chi. It's fucking awesome. And it's like building towards what's coming next in the MCU, I think. And it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, the Eternals talking about how they can't interfere. Oh my god, no. It doesn't have anything to do with the Eternals. It's like the next phase of Marvel Phase 4 or whatever, I guess. Whatever in Phase 4. We are? I think so. I don't don't fucking know. Have you been watching the What Ifs? I just haven't seen the latest one. What did you think of the second one? That which one was that the one? The Black Panther or Star Lord. I thought that was really good, and it just also I was really amazed because it's like the only it seems like the only thing that made Peter Quill amazing is that Yondu picked him up. Yeah. Because other than that, he lived. Would it seem like he lived a pretty uneventful life? until his dad came. Like, he was fucking mopping up a Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's true. Whereas T'Challa is just... was always meant to be a really great person. Yeah. It was crazy. And it just shows you just, you know... if Yeah, like, what if, like... Would this character have been this great had he not been put on this path? Right. And clearly, Peter Quill was not. No, he was not. But yeah. No. Uh, it was a good show. I really liked it. Um, yeah. I was surprised when Dennis walked up and he's like, oh, one of the good guys. And you're <laughs> like, oh, fuck, he's going to kill Oh, I know. And how the collector was just a fucking psycho badass. Dude. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But not a bad show. I really liked it. Also... Well, I didn't get to talk about last time, because it were... Anyway, I loved the, the first episode. Obviously, I was just like, oh my god, she just killed that Nazi. Oh she broke god. the back of his skull and the front of his face. <laughs> right. But besides that, I really liked how... I think I saw a meme about it. How, like, Steve Rogers was always... Even if he wasn't put on that path he was still always going to be a great person. Uh, and he was. Like, he was there, and then, you know, um, what, whatever Stark, what's his name? Howard Stark. Howard Stark built him that suit, and he was right I there. Just, yeah, yeah, he was fucking kicking ass, though. Like, no matter what, Steve was always going to be a hero, that's no matter true. what. And that, that's something that I really liked. And I was, and, yeah. That's all you say about that one. Oh, uh, yeah, that is cool. I do agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then what was the other one? Was there another one? Uh, the third one is the Doctor Strange one. Oh, that, the what if is that is what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Oh. Yes. Right. Very cool. I, I won't gotta, go into it until you watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I gotta. But it's a really good episode. I like Doctor Strange a lot. I'm very excited for the to see you in Spider Man. Like, I fucking love Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I showed you. I got the Arachnite popped up. Oh, nice. Yes. Adrian and I both have Infinity War, which pops, which are like what if uh, what if pop dolls. And this one is a combination of Moon Knight and Spider Man, and I got. Adrian one that's a combination of Doctor Strange and Captain America. Yes. The Soldier Supreme. Yes. It's pretty yeah. fucking cool. It is pretty cool. 
Um, actually, I'd like to recommend a movie to my audience, our audience. <laughs> but when I say my audience, I mean those of you who like horror movies like I do. Oh. It's not really you a... like movies about the horse. Oh, <laughs> like the one I made with your mom last uh, night. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> it's a comedy. <laughs> It's called Werewolf. Your life? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Got him. That, that, that cuts deeper than any mom joke. <laughs> um, Can't cut any deeper than your mom without Sada and half with my fucking hoagie. Oh. <laughs> Took a little while to get there. Anyway, <laughs> it's called Werewolves in England. And uh, it takes place in, like, ye olden times. Uh-huh. It's about... Okay, this guy's... This guy, he's taking this other guy to this town to be, you to know... To see this other, other guy. <laughs> to be, you know, basically to get sentenced to death because he killed a guy. Oh, but one guy, the guy who's going to get sentenced, he's like, Listen, I didn't, when I killed him, he wasn't a man. He was a wolf. That turned into a man after I fucking cut his head off, bro. Oh, it was sure. like, I don't okay. believe you. That shit is ridiculous. So anyway, there's a storm coming. They stop at this inn. And this inn... On every blood moon, I guess, they have to have a full... All the rooms have to be filled. And when everyone's asleep, they go in and cut... They kill each person. And then they feed the remains to wolves. Oh, shit. Okay. To werewolves. Anyway, it doesn't happen. They get stopped, and this guy's like, listen, you guys are idiots. You stopped us. We live in peace because, you know, every blood moon we give these fucking werewolves food, and they just leave us alone till the next blood moon. Oh. And, uh... I know the way I'm describing it doesn't sound very funny, but it's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I was like, where's the comedy? <laughs> you have to see it to get it. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, but... It's fucking crazy. It's wild. It's funny as shit. There's a baby involved. Really? There's werewolves. Okay. <laughs> There's this one part where, like, the the jailer, I guess, he's handcuffed to the prisoner, and the prisoner's sleeping on the floor, and the guy, he's sleeping on the bed. And anyway, he gets up, he pulls out of his chamber pot, yeah. and he starts pissing in it, and it's right next to the prisoner's head. He's like, what, what are you doing? He's like, go back to sleep, and then just, like, pees on his face. <laughs> like, it's pretty funny. Anyway, I recommend it. It's hilarious, and uh, it's good. It's it's good. All right. Uh, I recently showed this movie to someone else. I hang out with at work. It's a Netflix original movie. It's called The Package, and it's basically about, like, these three teenagers... Uh, one of them comes home for like spring break because he goes to school in Germany and it's like two white kids and this Indian kid and like they have a tradition where they go out into the woods and go camping and get drunk and uh, the Indian kid's sister ends up getting roped into coming along because a trip she was going to go on gets cancelled and she brings a friend of hers so they go out into the woods, they get drunk, and they're partying, and the Indian kid ends up cutting his fucking dick off. What? Yeah. And the whole movie is about them trying to get his dick to him at the hospital in time for it to be reattached, and it's like a hilarious fucking movie about, you know... What the fuck? Coming together and, like, you know, bonding you know, around your friend's dick. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> it's so hilarious. You have to watch it. I highly recommend it. We, I don't know if we talked about this last time. We started watching America, the motion picture. Oh, my God, yeah. It was fucking crazy. And then George... Look at the first five seconds. Yeah. And then we... Okay, we're watching it. Stephanie was there, and the kids were there. And then George Washington starts boning this chick. And, like, <laughs> and we had to turn it off. We were like, oh, 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 okay, okay. So, we'll finish watching it. Yeah, all right. But from what I've seen so far, it's pretty awesome. Is it? I thought so. I would sat down and watched it. I did too. Yeah, I just need to finish it. But yeah. Uh, Anything else? Oh, wait. Oh! uh, Since you got Peacock, I was at Jeff's the other day and I was watching it. And it has, like, the super fan episodes that have the deleted scenes. Mm. And, like, watching them with the deleted scenes, it fills in a lot of, like, like, not literally plot holes, but, like, things where you're like, I wonder what the, the whole story is behind that. And it like it's like watching a, an entirely new show. It's insane. Are you talking about The Office? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the Office. Yeah. The super fan episodes. It fills in a lot of blanks and like makes it like, I don't understand why they took them out. It's like insanely. It may, it's funnier and it's like, what the fuck? Like, for example, when Holly, the the HR lady comes and like she's introducing herself to everyone she introduces herself to Meredith she's like hi it's nice to meet you I'm glad and then it does the sound bite where it's Meredith and Meredith's like I fucking hate that bitch and Dwight (laughs) overhears her and since Dwight knows that Michael or he thinks that Michael hates her because like he told her oh it's another HR person like Toby so we gotta get rid of her he like has he waits in the kitchen until Meredith comes and he's like make a sandwich and Meredith's like make your own fucking sandwich and he's like make the goddamn sandwich and he's like telling her um, he, he's come, he comes up with that plan where they're gonna put the raccoon in her car and when you see the original cut of it it's like why is Meredith working with Dwight to put a raccoon in this lady's car yeah. it like fills in the gap of like oh that's why they work together yeah, I thought that part was funny because even he's like, he's upset by the way she was making the <laughs> Yeah, she like too. puts too much peanut butter and then she doesn't wipe it off before she puts the jelly. He's like, have you never made a sandwich before? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, the, I, that's the only part of the fan episode that I've seen out of all of them. But from what I saw, that was pretty funny. Recommend it. Yeah, if you there's like a, the wedding one. There's like tons of stuff that was left out. You're like, what the fuck? Phyllis is a bitch. I'll just say that. I've mentioned this before to other people, and everyone's like, oh, Phyllis is nice. No, she's a dick. Yeah. Like, what really did it for me was she's like, oh, yeah, I gave away a child when I was younger. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh. Was, she yeah. was called Easy Rider. Just like Adrian's mom. Oh. oh. <laughs> God damn. Couldn't do it. All right, guys. Uh, that's almost it for us. Uh, I, real quick, guys, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker and Radio Public. Yes. Uh, big shout out to Audio Disconnect for the music. Yes. Uh, that shit's awesome. 
Shout out to that guy that gave us this year's, this week's suggestion, and the next person who suggests we're gonna use. Yes, which we gotta get with him about that. Yes. Uh, we're gonna. I, I think we're gonna interview the whole band. We're gonna interview a fucking rock band. Oh! Right. Shout out to me. It's my birthday this oh. week. We forgot about it, guys. Wow. Ah. <laughs> Probably gonna do a Harry Potter episode. So if you have anything you want to hear us go over and talk about, or like a specific movie you want us to review and have Adrian just tear to shreds, let us know so we can get that put together for you. Yes. Which that would be cool because my, my daughter likes Harry Potter. You like Harry Potter. Yes. So. I yeah. probably like it more than she does. Ooh. Ugh. I don't know. We were at the, we were at the Richmond Zoo. Like, people were like, is that a Slytherin jacket? And she's like, uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's so cool. Oh, wow. Fucking weirdos out there. <laughs> Grown ass people talking to my daughter like that. I was like, get the fuck away from my child. Wow. Anyway. That's it for us, guys. Yes. Uh, find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nerd Holocron, or email us at the Nerd Holocron at gmail.com. And remember to keep that head grab. Bye, guys. I pledge myself to your teachings. Try not to upset him.